Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Adding value to your retail property. One of the things that people don't realize about retail commercial property is that it has a capacity to increase its rent in a rapid pace in comparison to office and also industrial properties. And the reason for that is the area could gentrify really, really fast with more house and land infrastructure, more people coming into the area, pushing up the demand for local businesses and therefore government services, medical services all come in and they occupy that space and there's a fight for the space. Alternatively, it could be an upturn in the economy, it could be certain industries booming and they're coming into the area and they're all well shut front with traffic coming through and basically what they're seeking for is the advertising at the front, the exposure, plus walk past or walk through traffic, right? So there's many ways to add value to retail shops and most people are mistaken because they see the cafe as the retail shop and they think that's the end all and be all of everything. Well, there's so many more uses to retail. So listen to this podcast and let me take you through what are some of the ways to add value. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant today. I'm going to give you five ways to add value to your retail property. And I know retail properties have had a bad rap and people go, oh, cafes are going broke. Oh, I don't know how good they are. But, you know, I've been to cafes where they are busy at 9.30 at night. I've been to Chinese dessert places where they're still packed with a queue at 10.30 at night. I've been to cafes in the morning at 7 a.m. where they serve amazing coffee in Melbourne and there's, like, just queues of people. So cafes are still alive. But I'm not talking about cafes. I'm talking about what exactly is a retail premise. You've got hairdressers. You've got beauty therapy. You've got potentially you've got dentists and H&R Block loves to be a corner position uh, retail and you've got a lot of NDIS coming through. You've got a lot of government enterprise. Every centre link is ground floor, remember? Medical centres are also on the ground floor. Pharmacists, they're all what we call retail shops. Most people in their head think retail shops is, you know, someone putting up clothes and selling high-end clothing. No one ever visits it. Why should we bother investing in that? That's not what I want. Or it's a cafe and it gets quiet and stuff. But we know that a cafe can really do thousands of dollars in a day. We know that there's a demand for NDIS properties. There's a demand for you know community service uh, tenants. We know there is a demand for you know corner for dentists or for you know accountants. We know all of those things are in demand. And but the things in our head are they're not counted as retail, but they're all retail shops. So gotta remember they're all retail shops, right? So the five ways to add value to your retail shop. Number one changing the the use of your retail shop is really important so how versatile so when you go out and look for a retail shop most people think oh a cafe is just a cafe well a cafe can be a training college um i've definitely had if you had the height in your some people if you are in a older style property you have a height uh, in terms of your retail shop, that really lends well to ballet schools, karate training, and other training organizations that are dancing, bouncing, jumping up and down. So, and they, you know, it's very hard to find those premises out there. So, versatility and change of use of the property is really, really important, right? And that is one of the key factors is the change of use and allowable change of use 
on the property in retail shops can add massive value to your property. So whether it is just a cafe now, you've got to look past that and say, well, in the future, can I make it something else? So we have had times where, and this is literally one of those things where we have bought for one of our clients a shoe shop, an old shoe shop in Maitland, and been there for 25 years. We knew the tenant was vacating. Once they vacated, we totally gutted. We created a back entrance and opened up the back. Then we turned, and they had storage upstairs. We turned the, the staircase around. So instead of it being internal staircase, it's an external staircase. It goes up, we created a two-bedroom upstairs, and we created a different tenancy downstairs. So downstairs became a photographic studio. Uh, but it could have easily, but we also made it that it could have a grease trap. It could have a cafe as well later in the future. But it had a photography studio came in and upstairs, we got a tenant for two bedrooms, right? That's the versatility of having like your, this is just a retail shop, right? And that's what I mean about having a property that is versatile, changing the use of your, your property can add significant income to your commercial real estate, especially your retail. That change of use is so fundamental. When you go from a hairdresser to a cafe to a dentist, well, they're paying significantly different rents, right? Your upmarket hairdresser might be paying uh, quite a good rent, uh, but then, you know, a cafe may not be paying such good rent, but then you've got a dentist who comes in and puts in $400,000 of fit out and they're never going to leave. All of a sudden, your value jumps again, right? So changing the use of flexibility and the changing of use of your commercial real estate and retail is one of the biggest ways to add value, instant value to your commercial property. Number two, dividing a large premise into two. A lot of people think about that, but dividing a large premise into two is really one of the things you look at when you go into a commercial real estate, especially retail. What you want to do is, is there access from the back? Can you shut down and have a back tenancy as well as a front tenancy? Can you have an upstairs tenancy as well as a downstairs tenancy? But also on top of that, can you take a bigger premise and just slice it in the middle and have two small shop fronts? You see that in Chinatown everywhere, right? And one of the key things that people don't realize is that Chinatown rents never go down. And rentswear is heavily demographic driven. So areas like a Sunnybank, like a Glen Waverley, like an Eastwood or a Chasswood don't go down in rent at all. So if you can't afford a $1,200 a square meter, and that's literally how much they're charging per square meter in rent in these areas, they'll just simply take a big premise, divide it into two. Even if it's a 30 square meter premise, they're going to make it 15 square meters and you have a little hole in the wall and you can still serve pearl tea and your desserts, right? That's the magic commercial real estate in retail is that you divide that into two. But you've got to look at, you know, your air conditioning, your lighting, and you'll look at how you can secure back door, front door areas and entrance ways for your, for your tenant when you're looking at buying a retail premise, right? But that is important because you're going to look at one, two, and three tenants potentially in there. But the more you create, and definitely who hasn't gone to a Chinatown and realized that there's a travel agent near a cafe or they, they've been in there and have seen a butcher's inside the supermarket, right? That's all about taking one tenancy and dividing them into multiple tenancies. And in fact, we see that in a lot of the tourist areas as well. We've seen a cafe next door to a gift shop and things like that. So that is the clever way of adding more, more cash flow into your pocket and adding value as a result of that. So really, if you already have a tenant and you're thinking they've got empty space, talk to them about how you can take back some space, create another area for them as well. So that is one of the great keys of adding more cash flow and then more background back area growth for your commercial real estate. Number three is about the fit out and access and disability and everything else. So 
Fit out in retail is probably more important than any other any other type of commercial real estate. And the reason for that is when someone comes into a retail premise, they want to be wowed, whether it is a cafe, whether it is a hearing place, or whether it's a, a law firm or an accounting firm, they want to be wowed. And the reason they want to be wowed is because they're just walking into a door, they open the door and they go, wow, what's here, right? So fit out and presentation is really important. That leads to the rent that you get for the premise. So if you're willing to invest money into the fit out of the property you could get really good tenants with really good rents right so a cafe fully fitted out with a commercial kitchen and everything else you're going to get really good uh, good rent for it because you can charge a little bit higher um helping your tenant in terms of hairdressing you know with all of the basins and everything else already there again uh, better rents right and also just having basic layout of, of the, the property maintained really well you know your lighting your, your walls your heating or cooling plus disability toilets a lot of retail shops when they're part of a shopping street, have toilets for their staff and it's sort of out of the back they have to lock up and go and go around imagine someone running a cafe they have to go to the bathroom there's nothing internal they have to sort of go around to the back that's really really not convenient and what about other clients that come through and they have to go to the bathroom they have to go to the back again not convenient having a amenity inside the, the property really changes the value and the perception of the property and again you can charge a little bit more so it's all about charging a little bit more a little bit more but also is there a back area where you can open up create the alfresco is there outdoor area where you can create some some areas where you can put tables and chairs and that's often applied to the council for those tables and chairs so that you get a little bit more more lettable area as well but also allowing your tenant to have the flexibility and again coming back to that flexibility but having an outdoor area now is all the go with sort of COVID and that may create the flexibility and the demand of your property as well so the fit out and helping with the even the basic level fit out or helping a tenant with a fit out really increases the value of your property as well and of course that leads to depreciation for you as well or as the next investor if you're doing an uplift as well number four is adding atms into the building and potentially if you own the building the signage as well so atms is one of those fundamental things where you can carve out a little space so if you are doing a uh, wanting to do a granny flat this is the granny flat version in commercial so i recently did one in gordon vale up in Cairns, where i took a, a nab an old nab bank an old bank and i stripped it out and i got a noodle bar in there who's paying sixty thousand dollars now they will pay sixty thousand dollars with or without the little area being carved out right so carving out a little area and i negotiated with nab who left previously to put in their atm or leave the atm then restructure and put it in there on a three-year lease of seven thousand dollars i'm getting seven thousand dollars more into my pocket where you know i would have rented out the premise at sixty thousand anyway but now i've got sixty seven thousand dollars and that adds to the additional value of the property so that is sort of the atms outside outside in the window it is a key to collecting some cash flow but if you don't have that and you're in a key location as some of my clients have retail shop fronts like two or three nothing on top but they're in a the corner signage on top digital signs pays about anywhere from seven to twenty thousand dollars a year depending on where you are and if they sign long leases of 10 years and that's additional cash flow straight in your pocket as well so that is the best way with retail shops and freestanding in regional to get that money coming through as well that additional adds to more money in your pocket but more value to the property as well and additional income as well and then of course number five 
adding value to your property is really about renegotiating the lease. That is really simple. But really, when you look at it, it's really almost the last thing to do in commercial in terms of retail because you want to get everything set up really nicely. You want to create a demand and buzz for your property more than, say, office space. Office space we talked about last week, just as it is. There's many ways you can divide it up and get your tenant in. But retail is where you can really excel because retail rent is the one type of property in commercial where the rents can literally go up by 30 40% from one year to the next and sometimes double within a two-year period. And it's all about demand in the area. So look around, see how much you know vacancies in the area, but also see how many people are coming through, walk through traffic, see house and land being built, see apartment rises being built, see what's happening in the area. It's going to lead to the demand and the rate per square meter you can get for retail. And retail can literally jump within you know 12 months. So Blink of an eye, right? And that's why the retail property are the most likely to turn up in value and go up in value faster than any other type of commercial real estate. And people don't tell you that because they only tell you the bad thing, not the good thing. And the good thing is it has that enormous potential more than anything else. But renegotiating your lease with your current tenant, they don't have to pay more if they're not doing anything. But if you can help them with some of the fit out, renegotiating the lease, you know, adding a little bit more, giving them a bit more area, tweaking it so that you get more cash flow in your pocket. And then there's more value. That is sort of a given, but for most of the time for retail, it's for about their functionality, about what you can create to help them um, get more customers through the door. And if you can do that, you definitely charge more rent So with your existing tenant. So hopefully those five things have been really, really helpful. So number one, of course, is about change of use, versatility of your property. Number two is about um, fitting it out and making sure that the property has all the amenities that you need and a really lovely fit out to attract a different type of tenant. Number three is about how you can take a big premise, divide it into smaller premises, but get a higher rent or the same rent or just that versatility. Number four, building ATM signages and additional income, mezzanine floor, sometimes there is no mezzanine floor but it's high enough ceiling so you can actually create a little mezzanine area for people to eat up top an area of where you can create a function room number five renegotiating the lease on the premise so you create more value so it's all about more cash flow more value growth and more added value for your commercial property if that's what you're looking for you're looking for someone to help you with that looking for for someone to be able to guide you through build a portfolio and ultimately create wealth through commercial real estate through cash flow growth and uplift Check us out, helentarrant.com, unicorn.com.au. Join one of our free events, our webinars, our meetups. Look out for our meetups coming up. Order the book and I'll see you in the next video. Bye for now. Now that you know how to add value to your retail premise, there is many ways to move forward and invest in a good retail premise as long as it's got the good foundation, that it has potential for versatility, has potential for different type of tenants, has disability access, be able to be in an area where it's gentrifying, have exposure, and pretty much that you can see that the rents are changing and going up as each of the tenants gets relet. So if you want someone to help you in your commercial property journey, you want to understand how certain commercial properties and the triggers and the levers and how they all interplay together, then reach out to me, helen at unicorn.com.au, helentarrant.com, and I look forward to seeing you at one of our events or helping you build your commercial property portfolio. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.